This is the Mark Milton Show with a Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cat and drive. All right, yeehaw. This is the Mark Milton Show. With the Smash this week, filling in for the Smash, we have special guest Doug Vaughn joining us. Thank you, Doug, for being with us. I don't know how special I am. I just kind of walked by the studio. <laughs> and I grabbed <laughs> you, and you were kind enough to join us, so I'm I appreciate it. I'm impressed by the production of your open here. Oh, thank you. I don't think I've ever heard anything quite so nice. Well, that. it's nice to have a co-host, because I, I don't think I can do the you know the Rush Limbaugh filibuster for, for an hour, so it's kind of nice to have somebody to, to bounce something off. Oh, yeah, so I appreciate I'm the same it. way. I can't just sit and talk to myself endlessly i don't I know how he does do there are a lot of radio guys that do that and oh, i don't know I don't. how they do it i don't I know don't. how they do it I, I i could not i can tell my life story in about 20 or 30 seconds <laughs> and then i'm about done well we appreciate you being here with us on the mark milton show broadcasting from the miller furniture studios miller furniture for all of your home furnishing needs they've got locations in belleville and lake st louis doug if you're in the market for I, a new I, couch or I've a new been to both places you have okay yeah, yeah. And pretty great. impressive isn't oh, it absolutely great yeah, store. beautiful great showrooms store. both in belleville and lake st louis uh we'll be going out there uh probably pretty soon to get a new couch uh our our living room couch has sort of seen uh seen better better days but it's actually almost 10 years old i mean we got it from miller furniture and it's been a tremendous that's uh, a pretty good run for couch for couch. well especially in the kids i mean they spill and, yeah. and actually it's pretty resilient it's got uh, the kind of fabric we got was the the resilient type fabric that 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 they offer yeah. in their flex steel showroom. You can oh. you can pick and choose your fabrics, your style, everything you need from a couch. Miller Furniture is also owner Mark Miller's uh, birthday this week, so I wish oh, Mark yeah. Miller a happy birthday and congrats on a new baby uh, baby they had uh, recently. So congrats to Mark. And his grandfather was the major league pitcher. Right? That's right, Les Miller right. pitched for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, had the a record that will never be broken. I think it was 18 and two-thirds innings he pitched in a, in a single game. Oh, really? Yeah, it'll never be broken. Pitched for the Detroit Tigers. I think it was the 45 World Series, if, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Really? And then his that, son. That was the World Series when he pitched 18 yeah. innings? No, no, no. It was a regular season a regular, game. Regular yeah. season game, yeah. And then Linwood, his son, took over the business, and now Mark's running it. Yeah. Um, so it's, I think, four generations of, of Millers, and that's Miller, M-U-E, L-L-E-R, furniture.com. Now, we do have a guest today, which I'm excited about. Uh, kind of came about uh, sort of randomly. I was talking to some people uh, about Benton, Illinois, Wren Lake. Uh, growing up, uh, my father uh, is from Benton, Illinois, originally. Are you familiar with Benton, Doug? I've not been to Benton. You've never been to Benton? I have not been. I've well, missed out. you that. are missing out because yeah. um, it's right near Wren Lake, which is a tremendous uh, recreational lake in southern illinois where people boat fish etc mm. and uh there's a resort there that i went to as a kid it's called Ren lake resort uh, it was owned by the state um they have like condominium style uh hotel rooms they had a little marina there and a little restaurant and they actually have a banquet facility where you can um where you can host events and things like that and it's been shut down for four years now okay well, why a and we're gonna we're gonna find out oh. why and we've got a guest with us today uh representative dave saverin from benton illinois representing uh, Franklin County. Representative, uh, welcome to the Mark Milton Show. Hey, thank you, Mark. I appreciate the opportunity. Good talking to you. And, and uh, so Benton, Illinois is home of Doug Collins, John, <laughs> if you like sports. Yeah. If you like movies, John Malkovich. And our claim to fame is the last hanging in the state of Illinois was in Benton. 
<laughs> that's right. I remember there's the, what do they call that? The the gallows or the the thing that's that exactly, uh, yeah, they, right there the, in the uh, county uh, courthouse, right? Oh wow, that that is correct. And uh, Charlie Berger, he uh, um, so uh, that's our our claim to fame, and also. Yeah, Joe Milton. How about that? <laughs> Joe, Milton, Joe Milton, great Joe Milton, my father. <laughs> yeah, he played ball with Doug Collins. Uh, what What do you remember about him from his playing days? Well, what I remember about your father was if he's coming down the lane, get out of the way. <laughs> oh <He's> no! Coming. <laughs> you do not want to take a charge on Joe Milton. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, and and my and my godfather, uh, John D. Aiken, was the voice of the Benton Rangers for many years. Is that correct? That's exactly right. And uh, uh, you know, when someone shot a three, John D screamed through the loud system, you know, that's a three. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Now I have a lot of good memories, uh, going to Benton as a kid, drinking RC Cola. Uh, always enjoyed. I don't know why it seemed yes, like sir. RC Cola was only in Benton, Illinois, but that's how it was. <laughs> you ever had it? Royal crown? Uh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The little, the, uh, the little grocery store here in Benton, uh, that was the, Boy, I'm not going to date myself. I'll, I'll let you guys do that. You know, it's funny. I actually have, uh, you know, I collect a lot of memorabilia. I refer to myself as the Graph King autographs, but I like to get them myself. Oh, is that right? Yes, and I have an old metal can. It's an RC Cola can with Doug Collins on it because I used to do different athletes on it um, that he signed for me at one of the, I think it was a high school reunion that he came to in Benton that we went to. So he's always a super friendly guy. Uh, he comes back to town, I think, pretty regular, regularly as I think – John Malkovich used to come as well. I think on David Letterman one time he said that he asked his kids, uh, where, where do you want to go on vacation? You can go anywhere in the world. And, and they told him Benton, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> vacation yeah, capital of the Midwest, probably. Well, we're going to talk about that. I oh. think it should be uh, representative. And uh, talking about Wren Lake, give us the history of uh, Wren Lake uh, as a as a you know destination. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the resort itself. Sure. Of course, Wren Lake is, is a man-made lake. It, uh, it's just about uh, two miles north of Benton, and it's a it's a destination site where people come from all over the Midwest. It's a phenomenal place to uh, uh, to uh, actually deer hunting in the uh, in the winter. They actually have some handicap uh, hunting uh, that's opportunities for uh, veterans and different opportunities. But the uh, the fishing today it's going to be 50 here in Benton, and there'll be guys out there fishing today. Um, and of course, not only for crappie, but uh, it's a great place. They have tournaments for bass tournaments and and catfish. Uh, of course, it's not catfish tournaments, but uh, uh, it's it's very well known for that because of the the big muddy that goes through the lake. And um, so it's a great place to camp and fish. Uh, they've got bike trails around the place now. And of course, Ren Lake Resort was built up on the north end of it. And um, but Ren Lake is very well known. There's a golf course actually that's not a part of the Ren Lake facility itself but it's part of the conservancy district which is just um about a oh a quarter of a mile away from the lake and so the uh, uh there's opportunities to uh to golf and so it's a great location people come from all over the midwest and and i know today we want to talk about the resort and uh so i'll uh, i'll let you ask the question yeah and sure I'll answer. yeah so my, the the lake itself it was built as a public works project right or, or was it uh, the army corps of engineers yeah. did it back in uh, how many years ago yeah, it would have been back in the 60s. That is correct. And it was farmland, and, and they uh, they dammed it up, and it was the big muddy. And so they've, uh, uh, like I said, it's, um, I can't tell you off the top of my head just how many acres it is. But I think it's maybe the second largest man-made lake in the state of Illinois. Wow. Phenomenal facility, very popular. Um, and like I said, people come from all over the Midwest to uh, 
to come and uh, golf, fish, camp, and uh, it's a great location. Yeah, and I, I mean, we're here in St. Louis, um, but, you know, so the Lake of the Ozarks is a big destination for people in St. Louis that yeah. want to go boating, want to, you know, go go have a good weekend. Um you know, Ren Lake's unique in that there aren't residential housing. There's not residential housing on the lake itself. Why is that? So that's a, that's a, a Corps of Engineers decision. So uh, federally, so they do not allow that. And uh, if I can jump back one sentence back. Sure. So also there's uh, a lot of pro athletes back when the Cardinals used to be the football team in, uh, in St. Louis. They um, and then the Rams, there's a, a lot of those athletes would come over to the Ren Lake area to fish and also uh, there's uh, some trap shooting opportunities, and so uh, we're just about 90 miles, about 90 miles away from from St. Louis, and so uh, a lot of people from the St. Louis area. Not to try to steal your people to, to come to Illinois. No, I'm, I'm encouraging they, uh, it. They uh, they come to Ren Lake. It's very popular on a summer day. If you go through the campgrounds and see the different states, uh, there's people from like I said all over the the Midwest. But there are literally thousands of people that come from Missouri to the Ren Lake area. Yeah, and, I, and the reason I bring that up about potential housing, because obviously, you know, Southern Illinois, you know, used to be, you know, coal mining was a big, big deal down there. And, you know, from an economic standpoint, I could see where if you had, you know, more housing options, more uh, lodging options on the lake, I think you could attract, you know, a whole bunch of people and, and really help stimulate the economy down there. But one thing you guys do have is this resort, which, um, you know, this came up recently in a discussion I had with a friend who was talking about going fishing at Ren Lake and how the resort has been shut down for four years now. Um, and that was really the only, uh, housing option on the lake itself. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of why it was shut down and, and what the future of it looks like? Sure. So actually I was elected as state representative in November of 16, took office in 17. And I'll never forget it was December the 4th. I get a phone call. Actually, as my father's birthday, I get a phone call from from Springfield, of course, newly elected, you know, trying to figure out different things. And they said, Representative, we know you haven't taken office yet, but we just want to give you the information that the Ren Lake Resort is going to be closed today due to uh, mold uh, identif- identified in all the different uh, um, motel rooms and the, the, the different sites on the campus there. So. Uh, I was brokenhearted be right right out of the get go mm. that here one of the one of the most awesome facilities in my district is closed. So that would be of sixteen, and so um, several things have happened since then. Uh, it, it, it's still closed today. In fact, I was on the phone this morning with the the uh, director Callahan to get the update. I wanted to give give you factual information because it changes on a regular basis. But uh, um, so what's happened is. In the last couple of years, they've remediated all of the mold out of all the buildings, so that's taken care of. Um, they put out a couple RFPs to give different uh, people an opportunity to bid on that whole facility, but because it was in such disrepair after they took out the mold um, and people hadn't been rented you know, for a couple of years, that uh, there were no bidders. And so what the state of Illinois is now doing is uh, just last week, they completed the, the Capital Development Board, the CDB. They have awarded a contract to a company for new uh, design and engineering. So they're going to redo the whole campus, which is great news. The bad news, I, I guess, is that um, the uh, on-site orientation for those contracts uh, will happen in the next couple of weeks. And then they'll put out another bid this summer 
for a contractor to actually come in and do the work. And then after the work is completed, uh, probably this fall, then they'll, they'll put out an RFP to give an opportunity for someone to bid on that facility to take that over and run it. So um, as you know, anytime that you deal with uh, state entities, nothing uh, goes fast. And so um, we've been in this situation kind of standstill for the last about a year and a half after the, the mold remediation was taken care of, um, that we're waiting for the Capital Development Board to kind of get their uh, ducks in a row, which they've done. And so we, we do have a, a contract awarded for this site work and design and engineering, which is exciting. But uh, I will tell you, as a representative in, in my this being in my district, it is frustrating that it's taken four years to get to this point. Well, and I guess, so you guys are looking for, uh, I saw the, the word used, a concessionaire, somebody to run it as basically a tenant. But That's correct. what I keep thinking to myself is, why wouldn't the state, given all the financial you know uh, issues they have, look to sell it to somebody? Because I, I think it would be very difficult to attract somebody with big money to come in and invest a lot if they're not going to own and control the actual land um, and, and benefit sort of from the long, long-term long value of the property and the resort. So has there been any consideration given to opening it up to a bid, say, hey, who wants to come in and buy this property and, and develop it and, and, and run it and run it well, you know, really well? Sure. that That's a great question, and I've been asked that, uh, I won't say hundreds of times, but many, many, many times. And the answer to it is that the um, you have the Corps of Engineers actually owns the property around the lake, the state of Illinois. Then the part that they have, it's leased in the uh, from the uh, the Corps of Engineers. And so the state of Illinois can't do anything without the blessing of the Corps of Engineers. And actually, the Conservancy District that pulls water out of the lake that provides water for um, about 67 different uh, communities in southern Illinois, that is a whole other entity. So because of all these different fingers in the in the pie, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, it's unable to happen because uh, I, I've had umpteen different people talk to me and said, hey, um, why don't you sell it? The state's broke. Get the state some, some revenue and let someone run the thing that knows what they're doing. And so uh, actually I've had that discussion with, uh, with the director Callahan and, and uh, because of the Corps of Engineers uh, and the state and these different entities, uh, it, it's, um, it just won't work. But uh, I wish it would. Uh, if, it, if we could, I can tell you this, it would have sold probably a, a, a month after it was closed. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, and so I guess it's, yeah. it's really getting the Army Corps of Engineers, and I don't even know, would it be the, you know, the federal government to approve of something like that? Because I can't imagine the state would oppose it, because I saw the state had to pay like a million dollars just last year just to, to maintain it. Yeah, the, the mold remediation uh, um, was $1.2 million just to get the mold out of all of the, of the facilities there. Um, I will tell you this, though. The reason there were no bidders when the mold remediation was done and then the, the state put it out for these RFPs for a concessionaire to bid on it. The reason no one bid on it is because the concessionaire would have had to bring those facilities up to code. Mm-hmm. So when the state realized after two uh, rounds of no bids on these RFPs, they realized something that we've been telling them all along. said, look, if someone's going to bid on this, you we've got to have these facilities up to code. So that's why... The, uh, this contract has been awarded for the design and engineering, and then there'll be a, a bid put out to actually bring the facilities up to code, so to speak. And then we will get some bids from concessionaires because uh, 
there are several people that are interested that know how to run those types of facilities, but they weren't going to invest $7 million of their own money knowing that they would never own it. It just didn't make sense. Right. And so um, that's why I say, you know, when the, the state's involved with things, um, some, sometimes things don't go the way you want them to. So <laughs> we, I believe we got the correct plan. It's just not, for me, it's not going fast enough. And, and with the, with the property sitting empty, as you know, anytime you have a home or a building or a facility empty, uh, it just starts to deteriorate. And that's, um, that's one of the things going on there now. And, and I literally, on my Facebook page, on our email, people text me and inquire on a regular basis. And, and so, um, uh, we've worked with the media to let them, you know, let the community know what's going on. And, and of course, people are still able to use the lake and, and uh, those kinds of things. But that facility uh, is un- inoperable as we speak. Sure. Well, th- this is the Mark Milton Show. This is Representative Dave Saverin from Benton, Illinois, telling us about Ren Lake and the Ren Lake Resort uh, saga that's been going on the last few years. And I appreciate you and your willingness to come on here. I know I sent you a Facebook message and you responded right away. I think you were trying to track down Moose Milton, who's oh. a, who's alive and well. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I think he did. He did. Con- he was contacted by uh, the gentleman uh, from the high school that's writing the story on on Rich Heron, yeah. who Rich Heron passed yeah. away. Uh, I guess it was was at the end of the la- end of last year, early early this year. He passed away. Long time Benton Ranger coach. Yes, sir. Actually, he passed away Christmas Christmas evening about eleven twenty five and. And uh, Matt Wynn uh, played at Benton, of course, and he went on to play at SIU for Coach Heron. And, and uh, so Matt's been uh, – actually, he's been working on the book for probably over a year. And uh, so, uh, you know, Coach Heron is loved. And what a legacy. And over about 987 wins between uh, Benton and SIU and another little college that he was at. So phenomenal uh, – uh, you know, career that he had. And of course we love him. And, and coach Aaron used to camp and fish out at the lake and, and uh, participate in the stuff there too. So, um, you know, we're excited about getting the Ren Lake, that, that resort going again, but I want to let people know that the lake is open. It is, people are able to come and camp. Now they're able to come and fish and do those things. Uh, we just want to get that resort going. It was a great place. I can remember on mother's day standing in line for two hours to get a seat to to uh into the restaurant so well i'm trying to talk my wife into an rv so maybe once i get that we can spend more time down down at red lake Uh, i know my my grandparents used to keep a camper there in the summer times always had a lot of good times there yeah absolutely hey i appreciate the opportunity to come and talk to you guys at any time if they'd be more than happy to come out and talk about the if you uh want to hear me ramble about the Ren Lake Resort, or about the, the old times of Benton basketball, or whatever. Yeah, I'd love uh, that. We should definitely do. As my as my Godfather John D used to say, he used to always say, "Yeah, it'll be over at the Rich Heron Gymnasium oh. with his announcer's <laughs> voice." Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Representative, we appreciate being with us. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll definitely love to have you back on. Hopefully, you can uh, tell us a success story about what's happening once the resort opens back up. That sounds great. I appreciate it. Have a great day, and uh, come and visit us in Ren Lake in Southern Illinois. Will do, sir. Take care. Thank you. That is Representative Dave Saverin from the state of Illinois, the great state of Illinois, my my uh, home state back in the day. Now you really miss that place, don't you? Uh, you know, I have a lot of good memories of uh, Ren Lake. I have I don't want anything to do with the state of Illinois at this point in time in terms of living there or right. doing business. Um, it's very difficult times, I think, for that state, uh, given all the economic issues they're facing and uh you know but i always you know always wish the state well 
They teetering on the brink of financial collapse there, the state. Well, and you know, a lot of it's Chicago driven. You know, I, I feel mm. for a guy like Representative uh, Saverin who represents downstate Illinois, and I feel like they don't have much of a voice. Get outnumbered have, by everybody, no doubt. Right. The Democratic machine in Chicago, you know, the Madigans of the world, they, can, mm-hmm. they control everything. So it sounds like that is more of a federal government issue. But it seems like this is a classic example, though, of government not getting out of the way of what is a completely common sense solution. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, you've got a oh, yeah. you've got a region that's struggling, right? Very poor area of Southern Illinois, uh, Franklin County. You've got a beautiful lake that's just sitting there, but you refuse to let people develop on it. Why? Why not? Yeah, why not sell them? Take sell it, take the money that way, and then tax certain things. Yeah, generate property tax, yeah. sales tax. I mean, it just makes too much sense. Yeah, <laughs> look at the Lake you, of the Ozarks. Think of. The amount of money that the state of Missouri generates off of the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Through property. You know, it's like they, they have some of the highest property taxes in the state. Lake of the Ozarks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a Class A county because of the, the value of the properties. And then, you know, sales tax revenue they would generate, income tax revenue from, uh, you know, people, you know, being attracted to the area to work there full time, mm-hmm. uh, payroll taxes. I mean, there's just so much opportunity there. It's like, why not? I just don't get I don't understand why. That wouldn't be a no-brainer. Too simple, I guess. Too simple. <laughs> too, too Red Lake isn't near as big as Lake of the Ozarks. No, so. it's not. But it's it's big enough to where you could, you know, certainly have, um, you know, you can have bigger boats. And you could limit the size of boats if you wanted to. Because I think that's one of the downsides of opening up, you know, to the masses in terms of having homes on the lake or, you know, big condos or apartments um, is that you, you know, potentially have, you know, a lot bigger boats, a lot more wake and and damage caused by that but you could limit that and still have a very nice peaceful you know recreational lake and being much closer to st louis and lake of the ozarks it would probably be attractive to a lot of people here hour and a half yeah Yeah. i mean that's that would be extremely attractive to be able to go an hour and a half get away for a weekend not drive three hours yeah you wouldn't even have to stay there no, you Lake wouldn't of the have Ozarks to. Is, is the drive is just far enough that it's a bit of an ordeal. Right, I agree. This RV thing might get legs though. No, I, I, are you looking just, for one? I'd love to have an RV. Have you been to Byerly Trailer? I have rented a Byerly How'd that RV. Go for you? Great. When I was in law school, my third year of law school, a group of uh, eleven of us, we participated in the University of Virginia Law School Invitational, the softball tournament they have every year yeah. in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. So we, <laughs> eleven of us, get piled into an RV. Oh wow! At about eleven o'clock at night. Drove straight through to Charlottesville, stopped at a Denny's. No, it was a Shoney's. You remember Shoney's? Yeah, sure. yeah it was Shoney's, a Shoney's big boy. <laughs> in yep. West Virginia. And this was about seven in the morning. We had been on the road for quite some time, and some were partaking in the adult beverages on the way. Oh, Nobody that was driving, no. of course. But we, <laughs> we made quite a scene at that Shoney's. There was a guy sitting at the table. I mean, he had his knuckles were wide. I thought he was going to get up and just knock one of the guys right You weren't right obnoxious or anything, were you? I wasn't. No, no, no. no but no. some of the people who remain nameless were pretty out of control. So I, I, I concerned myself if I, if I were to rent an RV that I wouldn't be able to drive it very well because they're enormous vehicles. Surprisingly easy. Okay? Uh, you know, once you get on the interstate, yeah. it's pretty easy. You, know, you get your big rear view mirrors and uh-huh. uh, it's fairly, you know, you just, it, it can be a little unnerving if you're passing a semi or, or doing that. But um, no, I've driven, I've driven a couple different RVs and I think it's really enjoyable. I'd you like to, to make get, that part of my family to, experience. No special training involved or a I don't license think so. You don't need a special, uh, like, as long as you're not doing it for, for pay, like, as, as a chauffeur, like, you don't need a chauffeur's license or anything. You don't. And they also okay. have this Class C, which I think are the, well, I don't remember the classes, but they're different styles of RVs, right? Like oh, the yeah. John Madden bus style. 
that you might need. My you know, in-laws some... had one of those for years. Those are like four. Toward... You, you could spend four or five hundred thousand dollars on one of those, or twice. <laughs> really? Yeah, all yeah. easy. They're yeah. easy if they get to a million easy. And then they have the other kind that are almost like a Ford truck front, you know, yeah. kind of the Winnebago style. Right. That's maybe where I'll start. And maybe we do mobile tax prep. This could be a write-off. Oh, wow. We could wrap it. You go right to their home. Yeah, go to their home. We'll Bring, them right the, yeah, Bring them in. Bring them into the home. booth. Because I love booths. Okay. I love how those RVs have like a booth to yeah. eat. You know, don't you love booths? Yes, I do. As opposed to a table with yeah. chairs. Yeah, it'd be great. You bring them in with Wi-Fi now. You'd have the tax return there for them. They could review it, sign it. Finish it. Go to Rend Lake That's for a couple ride hours. Out. Yeah, business purpose. Yeah. I think we got something here. This is the Mark Milton Show with the smash. Doug Vaughn filling in for us. When we come back, we're going to talk about another case of just government uh, overreach, if you will. Yeah. The uh, wheelhouse situation. I want to get your thoughts on that okay. when we come back. This is the Mark Milton Show with the smash broadcasting from the Miller's Furniture Studios and presented by stltaxlawyer.com.